All right. So on this particular episode of the pop culture POV, that is point of view, randomly Ronnie Jr. And going to be talking about a holiday movie. To me, it made sense. It was warm. Um, Oftentimes I will critique (laughs) and not even critique in a negative way, but just like what else could be done to make it bigger and better. Um, specifically this movie is called single all the way. Obviously we're so used to saying the terminology jingle all the way. So already right off the top, it just has a warmth to it. Um, it's a Netflix movie. So, you know, when you think about the holiday movies, you're like, you know, it's easy to define, oh, that's a Hallmark, uh, Christmas movie. That's a lifetime holiday movie. That's a Netflix winter movie or whatever. So you kind of already know what you're going to get, but specifically to me, this is just my opinion. (laughs) I think single all the way was really fun. Um, I do feel there's the not double-edged sword, but there's the concept of like, what do you want specifically regarding we're seeing progress at some point (laughs) with, you know, it being a holiday gay rom-com for the most part, like it's a romantic comedy and it's fantastic. And it's also knowing that more stories down the road and sooner than later, for sure, should be told LGBTQIA um, stories. And then there's the other side where it's like, well, is it good Or do you just want to support, you know, this is the kind of movie that growing up you necessarily didn't have. And I know last year and even the years before there's been a couple Hallmark or Lifetime movies that have sort of tried to do that and not that they were bad, (laughs) but I just am going to take a moment for single all the way to say that I really liked it, (laughs) you know, to me it was really something different it was unique it was warm. And um, with the context of, you know, more LGBTQIA stories for sure. And also like, you know, what does that look like? Does it look like trying to have a gay storyline that matches the heteronormative ways that you would assume the holidays should be? You know, the word that they say is always the weirdest is should. Should is like one word you should <laughs> never say. And so within all that in my mind, I'm like, okay, let's watch this and let's see what we feel. Um, and I, and I felt I had the feelings, you know, um, it's called single all the way, you know, exactly what you're going to get. I think it might've crossed my mind, uh, initially through like a Twitter promotion or something like it was tweeted about and you're like, Oh, okay. This is interesting. Michael Yuri, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, Kathy and Jimmy, Barry Boswick. I mean, you're kind of just like, Oh, this is, this is interesting. And then you start to see as it develops, you're like, what is the story? What is the storyline? How cute is it? You know? And I really am giving it, you know, five stars. If you are in the mood and the mindset of just feeling warm and comforted, if you are in the vibe of feeling like, uh, this is just something I want to watch. I want to snuggle, <laughs> you know, um, in a blanket, uh, whether you're single or you're not. Um, if I want to have, you know, tea or coffee or something like that, or some Baileys and really want to get uh, in my winter vibe, like it, it definitely works. Michael Yuri is the lead. Um, he plays a character named Peter. Philemon Chambers plays a character named Nick. Now, these are the two leads. I'm not going to give you the full storyline. I'm just going to give you the the essence that I really liked it. And again, if you're going into it, like trying to get this, you know, uh, you know, riveting storyline that's, you know, pushing envelopes or boundaries, 
that's not what this is going to be. This is going to make you feel good. Actually, this is single all the way. It is, it is uh, intended to be warm, <laughs> you know? And I think we all have that. Like for me, I have that part of my, um, my mindset that's like, you know, cynical and, you know, shut up, <laughs> you know, or kiss my ass, you know, but then I also have the other part that is so warm and so uh, open hearted and, you know, um, being single myself, it's like, oh gosh, you know, love, like, you know, I do feel like that's a cutesy vibe and it's something that you can balance. And I think the movie really gave you that. It didn't make you feel um, alienated, like, oh, oh gosh, you know, oh my God, where's, where's my special somebody? Like, I didn't feel that. I actually just felt really happy that the love story transpired. So the main aspect uh, to mention, um, outside of, again, Michael Urie, Philemon Chambers, Barry Boswick, um, Kathy Jimmy, Jennifer Coolidge, and Luke McFarlane as well, who's going to be on Billy Eichner's Bros, which airs in, I believe, August of 2022. Outside of just even all that, it just was done very well. The basic story is that Michael Yuri's character, Peter, he is, um, I guess he's like tired. <laughs> he's tired. He's frustrated. He's in a dead end. He's in a rut. The only thing that makes the rut good is that his job is high powered, high paying, I, I assume. Long hours, though. So and it's also something he doesn't believe in anymore. He's working in the worlds of like marketing, digital content, which we all know. <laughs> I know specifically is just like the worst. It's so um, not fulfilling, you know, <laughs> for me. I think of like digital content as like, oh, you know, that has to be done when in reality for the projects I work on within the world of broadcast, I care about the broadcast and the broadcast only. I don't even care if it hits the light of day on Twitter or Instagram, but, you know, things do have to get promoted for people to check out the work. So anyways, I related to the concept of he is not loving his work, but it is working for him, right? Like he's making money off of it. He's happy. He can support himself, this, that, and the other, but his real love is actually plants. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think everyone nowadays wants to be a plant daddy. So he sort of, in some levels, wants to be a plant daddy. Like that's his thing. And, you know, who does not have, you know, five or six plants or more that you talk to each and every day? You know, I believe uh, just earlier today, I was watering the plants that I have. And, you know, it is, it is a moment. So that's a cute um, foreshadowing of what to be seen later in the movie. But the bigger concept is that Michael Yuri's character, Peter, who is, you know, the lead of this movie, it's it's as if when he goes back, he's, he's living in Los Angeles with his best friend. Uh, Nick is his best friend. Um, but when he's living in his Los Angeles life, he knows that every holiday when he goes back to I believe it was New England, when he goes back for the holidays, his family, um, they actually are very warm open um and big spirited and they're kind of like i can't recall what the age was like what what he was sort of proclaiming to be I, I don't remember exactly how old he's supposed to be but he um feels pressure that's i'm, I'm trying to find like the words uh i'm trying to find like the words he feels pressure that when he goes home they're like you're single again you're single again you're single again like that really pisses him off in a loving way so it's great because this particular year he is actually dating somebody now his best friend does come across a scenario where his best friend sees the guy that he's dating and finds out not only that he's married so what do you do in that situation when your best friend is with somebody that you you know see this information do you tell him obviously he did um, and then you find out he's married to a woman so there's like a whole nother like just chaos 
So the chaos um, lets our character, our lead Peter here, be, of course, pissed off. He's a little neurotic just in general. So something like this dropping on him at the last minute is totally going to ruin his whole holiday experience. Like on one side, he's so excited to go to New England and showcase that he's in a relationship. But now he has to go home and he's got to be single again. And there's just something about that that he doesn't like. He he feels from what we see that each and every time that he goes home, they, you know, really want him to be in love. You know, it's not like a shunning situation where when he goes home, they don't talk about his his love life. Like it's a, it's actually an antithesis of that. They actually talk about it a lot <laughs> and normalize, you know, hey, Peter, you're home, you know, why, you know, you, you should bring home someone special. Um, I mean, even focusing, you have Kathy and Jimmy, who's the meddling mother, who better to be a meddling mother than Kathy and Jimmy. So this leaves Peter in such a situation, which is sort of the premise of the movie that Peter now has to go home and he sort of is eluded that he will be bringing someone special. Um, and, and so his concept is, well, Nick, what are you going to be doing? And Nick, we don't know much about him. I'd love to learn more about him in the second movie, if there is a sequel, which there should be, because it doesn't sound like he's going with his own family. It actually sounds like he's very close with his, uh, he has a dog. So maybe he, his vibe was like, I'm just staying in LA with the dog. Um, against uh, maybe even Nick's better judgment, he's like, wait, you want me to go with you? Because Peter's like, oh, you should come with me. I'm actually going to tell them even though they know you, I'm going to tell them we're together. So just be like a fake boyfriend, <laughs> which sounds so crazy. And I think there was another movie on Netflix called Love Hard, where somebody had to pretend they were a pretend something to suffice the family. Like, is that going around these days? Um, that seems like such an odd thing. I could never, I could never be like, oh, hey, uh, hey, family, like this is so-and-so that I'm seeing, but like it not be real. That seems crazy to me, but it's cute for the story, right? So single all the way, you have Peter basically um, in this movie stating, Nick, you have to come. You have to come. You have to come. For whatever reason, he says yes. But at this stage, we get to New England. They've left L.A. It's like the whole thing. It feels uh, warmer, warmer in the sense of it's colder, but like warmer in the sense of the holiday holiday spirit. And so they're back in New England. And at this point, and just like I said, I'm not going to break down the entire uh, Netflix movie single all the way, but I will say Right now, we know from Peter and we know from Nick that they're going to stage that they're together. But it is not even a nanosecond before Peter comes home and Nick is already not really for it. I mean, he's there because he's with his friend. And so he's spending 10 days in New England with his best friend. What's the problem? But the thought to be a fake boyfriend doesn't really work for him. Right. And so you're, you're kind of watching and you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, Peter runs into his mom right away. And the mom's like, oh, I have somebody for you. Like I can set you up with somebody. Uh, the funny part for me was Peter saying, well, is there even another gay guy in, in the neighborhood? Like there's no gay guys that live out here. <laughs> so even right there was funny to me because um, when you go to suburban situations, like people go to their hometowns for the holidays, like it really is that it's like you don't really see yourself in the neighborhood at all. Um, but Kathy and Jimmy, <laughs> the mom, she found a way. So what this does simply is it tells um, Peter, Michael Yuri's character, that he should take a shot and, and go for go for the date. See, see what happens. He's there for 10 days. So this essentially right when they were about to say Nick is the fake boyfriend, um, Nick is sort of off the hook. So basically Nick's there for 10 days 
doing whatever you know he has this he um works in publishing or uh he he wrote i believe he wrote a children's book and that's where he got the bulk of his money but he also for timing and just for activity he's a task rabbit like a thumbtack um handyman <laughs> so um he sort of is there and he could do whatever he wants to do but he's off the hook as far as being a fake boyfriend to his best friend which is already like the weirdest of things Anyways, not to go on and on about what happens, you just know that Peter is filled with love, everyone enjoys him being home, but it adds this weird, I mean, almost kind of like, what is going to happen, but you know what's going to happen, but Peter balances, you know, our lead, Michael Urie balances, you know, going out with Luke McFarlane's character, enjoying it, but then it's like that thing, you'll be with, you'll be around somebody, this one's a little more complicated because they're best friends and roommates in L.A., but it's that thing of like when you're together for this period of time, maybe you could see things in a way you didn't expect uh, before. And so Peter is starting to feel emotions. Nick is starting to feel emotions. Um, in my mind, it's Peter's emotions. I sometimes worried when I watched this because I was like, well, are his emotions only based on he's in his comfort zone of being back with his hometown, being showered with love? You know, maybe he feels like in his L.A. life, it's a good life but he doesn't have that connection with family and the warmth that he, I guess, craves. Um, so in my head, I was like, okay, I wonder what's going to happen, right? Like, it's a pretty obvious story, but at the same time, you're like, is it for the right intentions? I think that's where I judged Peter a little, but at the same time, Nick too, because Nick doesn't necessarily proclaim what he wants. You know, he's very, I guess he did well with the, uh, the, the children's book um, and he's writing another publication and he's like very into that. But then he's very nonchalant. You know, he's got his best friend as the dog. <laughs> um, he's working as a handyman, the task rabbit. Like, it's just very chill, which is nice a lot of times. But sometimes you have to, I suppose, shit or get off the pot and figure out what, what it is that you want in life. You know, and I think I kind of took from that as well. Anyways, not to break down the entire story because, you know, the movie's cute. You should definitely watch it. But it is this concept of uh, best friend with the other best friend, you know, with his family there. There's somebody else in the picture. They are dating to a degree. We're going to sort of see where it goes. And then all of the concept of like a big family, the mother meddling, <laughs> Barry Bostwick as the father, Harold, you know, putting his foot into it, um, which is still funny and very comedic. Um, saying the wrong things, you know, but still like supportive, the whole deal. And, and, and then, and then what, you know, what, what, <laughs> what typically shines through so heavily online is the great Jennifer Coolidge, who, you know, she just has this moment where she's working on, she's, uh, I believe she's aunt, is it aunt Sally, aunt Sally? Yeah, some, something of that nature. Aunt somebody. I'm trying to find it right now. It's uh, where is she? Her name is yeah, Sandy. Sorry. <laughs> um, and Aunt Sandy's character is just um, busy because she's working on a production, a theater production. And so she just talks about like, you know, how gay men have taken to her and how she really uh, appreciates them uh, fully and as 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 whole human beings, um, which is great, you know, like a full layered uh, context rather than, you know, what what happens a lot of times it's like oh that's the the gay best friend or the gay son in, in some of these shows um jennifer coolidge's character didn't really feel that like aunt sandy she 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 understood it all actually she understood it all so much where there is this really great um scene where she's getting ready for her theater production and she's giving her speech and then it is clocked that okay this is actually 
Madonna's speech from Truth or Dare. So oh, there's just so many little connections that make the movie warm. I literally, when I do, um, not, not necessarily recaps, but the pop culture POV, the point of view, I typically am totally fine saying something's, you know, whatever, or needs needs a little work. But I think the mindset that I went into is, again, yes, there are other and more stories to tell, right? That's for sure. But um, this was was a really great holiday um, gay rom-com that felt that it didn't just rely on like you wanted to watch it to support. It actually felt really fun. Um, I put it on once to watch and then I put it on a second time just in the background while I was like organizing or whatever. Um, Maybe I was prepping for a podcast. I'm not sure. But I remember being like, oh, wow, that made me laugh. Oh, wow, that made me laugh. So I say that to say, um, (laughs) in my opinion, who am I? But I am going to give my opinion. I think uh, Single All the Way was really, really great. Um, I love to see Michael Yuri in this role. Um, Philemon Chambers, I'm not familiar with as an actor, um, but I thought he did great. I would love to maybe see um, Single All the Way, um, The Sleigh Ride Home, (laughs) where we maybe do um, going to see his family, something of that nature, if they did a, if they did a sequel. Cause again, we don't know much about his family or if he comes from a big family, we don't know any of that. So, um, it had all the potential on Netflix to have a sequel, but I'm not sure. Maybe it just ends here. But if you do want to see a holiday movie with the warm hearted energy single all the way for me was, um, I mean, not like five stars, like I'm critiquing it. Like it's a, a great film of our time but like if you want to feel good and happy and warm like shit like check it it's great <laughs> um cute little romantic moments too uh within the job that peter which is michael yuri um the job that he has he has to um it's like marketing digital content and, and all that but there's some really cute and warm moments with um sort of like the uh, like almost like a snowman or using the snow but as a as a beard so the like your beard is made of snow and there's like a product like a shaving cream product rather that you have to um take digital content and i think it was that moment that peter our lead decides who really caught his eye you know no way to catch your eye than when you're taking digital content and you're like wow this picture looks good wow i like this picture wow i really love this picture do am i in love (laughs) you know it's like we've all sort of been there in certain um avenues so it just was so great um i i hope that it does really well on netflix i've seen many a times where it was rated really high the hard thing with netflix is they're always doing different shows and movies all the time so hopefully single all the way stays in the mix stays high rated and um gets a lot of attention because it was good for everybody you know jennifer coolidge is in my opinion um you know on twitter there's tons of tweets and um you know memes about uh, some of the stuff from from this uh, cute little movie so my hope is that people don't just look at the tweet and the meme because that's what a lot of people do. They like know a tweet, they know a meme out of context, but they won't watch the movie. You know, it's like the silliest of things to me. My thing is like, if I see a tweet or I see a meme that's interesting, I'd want to go watch it. So my encouragement is for you to watch it because it was really great. That is it. That is the pop culture POV point of view. If you want to support 
Um, obviously, the website is called randomlyronniejr.com. If you like the review, do your own review, <laughs> but also um, go to patreon.com slash randomlyronniejr, patreon.com <laughs> slash randomlyronniejr. Um, the basis of that is that tons of the other stuff is available free of charge. So the Patreon is a way to sort of support the uh, production costs, let's say, like, you know, to get this thing done and for um, you to get an episode like this. Well, that was it. Pop Culture POV. I will talk to you on the next one, hopefully single all the way, a sleigh ride home. <laughs> and hopefully they write in a, um, give me a, a, a walk on role as like the podcast host or something, right? Like I deserve it. Totally. Okay. Bye. <laughs> 